All right. Um, you know, obviously we went through it all. Uh, coached it up with the players and um, can't have turnovers like we did. Uh, can't have penalties that negate long plays. Um, I think early in the game we got to do a much better job against the run. Um, that contributed to to them scoring. You know, they had a couple of long runs that became scores, and those were off of uh, turnovers. So I think there were 17 points there. Put us behind a little bit, fought our way back into it, and then um, didn't didn't get it done. So we got to coach better, we got to play better, and we got to do everything necessary to tidy that up and get ready to play Dow or uh, Detroit. So that's where we're at. I'll take your questions. Pat, is there anything in regard to uh, Daniel's ball security? Is there, I mean, you, uh, anything you're coaching him as far as two hands on the ball in the pocket, mm -hmm. you know, when he's getting hit, that, that is, is not carrying over or things that maybe you need to reinforce or change about, you know, getting that message through? Yeah, we got to continue to do that. Certainly, ball security is it's primary, uh, especially for the quarterback. You know, got it swatted out of his hand on a screen. On a screen he was trying to hold off. Saquon popped a little bit late. Um, but generally speaking, um, yeah, he's got to secure the ball better. When you studied him, was that something you looked at and said, eh, he was a little sloppy with that in college, or is this kind of cropped up? No, I think as you study quarterbacks, they all have issues at times, um, but it's certainly something that we've got to uh, get fixed. You have to get him to get rid of the football quicker. It seems like that's been a trend the last couple of weeks. He holds onto the ball in the pocket, had the three fumbles yesterday. Couple, Yeah, the one, like I mentioned, was on a screen. He was trying to hold it off, and then the edge on the opposite side got him. Um, and then there was another one where you know we had you know seven-man protection and two deep routes. And uh, But yeah, I think um, that's always something that they have to do. They got to get the ball off on time. And, for, and, and most of the time he does, but those couple of plays he doesn't, we got to get those fixed. Curious when you make the decisions, uh, like the third and 18, the fourth and 15 at that time, how much is your decision making analytics and how much do you incorporate feel into that? I think there's both, you know, I think there's and then you think of the players involved, you know, I think. Um, so it's all it's all part of it. It's all part of it. How do you factor in the analytics part of it in that short time span? Do you, do you have someone in your ear talking about that kind of stuff? Do you we do we do it pre we do it beforehand and then certainly as we play the game out it, it happens in real time. Pat, what did you what did you see on that third and eighteen play? Not not the decision, but the the actual play. Like why did it only go for three yards? Well, that was a, uh, a draw play. There was a pass that went to a draw if the look was clean. And, um, you know, I felt like it was, you know, Saquon took that same play and went for 68 yards against Dallas last year. And so I wanted to make sure he stayed involved. Um, you know, it popped through the first level. Uh, we, we didn't probably block it as well as we needed to at the second level. And then that created a, a minimal gain instead of a large gain. One thing I think some people, I guess me included, um, would say as far as the third down and the fourth down, when mm -hmm. you say we're going, we're going to, it's two down territory, mm -hmm. is that nothing can change you, shake mm -hmm. you off that after the third down play? Yeah. Does not get that chunk that you sure. want? Sure. I think, uh, yeah, anything, anything can change anything as you go along. Um, you know, I think the downside or the, the flip side of it is if you punt the ball away, you may never see it again. Mm -hmm. That's the flip side. Uh, the reality of it was we didn't make it, um, so you know I'm 
I'm here standing here, you know, the scrutiny of not making it. I get that. Um, but the reality of that was we then stopped them. We had two timeouts and a two-minute warning. We did stop them, made them kick a field goal, and we still had another opportunity to go in there and win the game. So I get that. Um, we all live with the decisions we make. Um, and the ones that we make that don't work, you know, you, you, we have to live with it and you try to learn from it. Would you do the same thing the next time, Pat? Uh, in, in the moment, I, uh, that's the decision I made. You know, when you sit back and, and you look at it after the fact, you always evaluate it. Um, it, it that's, that's hypothetical right now. What do you like about Daniel? Where, where, does he, where has he improved? You know, we see a lot of things where it seems like it's, it's regressing a little bit. Where, where do you see him improving? Well, I think he's. I think he made a lot of nice throws in the game the other night uh, or yesterday. Um, you know, obviously that was a tight throw to to Rhett in the end zone for a touchdown. He's aggressive. Made another one down the sideline to Evan, that that would have put us in scoring position. Uh, he made some other really good throws. Um, he's tough. He's resilient, um, and I think he's got a bright future. That's that's what I like about. Do you see growth in his decision making? Yeah. Over the past yeah, time. I do. I do. I think I see growth in everything, um, you know, and I think that's part of playing as a rookie. You know, there's going to be some things that pop up that you see for the first time and you react to it. He's been making a lot of those tight throws, like a really high percentage of, of tight window throws. Is that just the product of him being aggressive or what, what other factors do you put into that? No, he is aggressive, you know, and I think he's got a downfield focus, which is which is good. That's sometimes why he holds on to it because he's he's waiting for he's waiting for his guy to get open. That's you know and there's but there's a fine line there. You know there's times when we've we've all talked about quarterbacks that will just quickly check it down and not look down the field, right? And then there's criticism that goes with that. Um, I think we want guys that are aggressive. I think you know it all comes back to the players and them trying to get the most out of uh, every play but also being smart, and I think he'll learn as he goes along here. Would you like him to check it down a, t- a little bit more, though? I mean, it's not something – I don't want him to hold the ball and take a sack, if, that, if that's what you're saying. You know, and so sometimes the uh, the right I'm thing to do – did you see opportunities when those sacks were that he could have done check downs? I didn't go what a couple, a couple of A couple of times, yeah. Pat, just, just because it's sort of been floated out there in a couple of quadrants, um, uh, would you consider a quarterback change if the turnovers don't improve or the play doesn't improve? No. no I think Daniel's going to learn from everything that's going on. And just like all the other rookies in their playing are going to learn from the things that happen. But you have to learn and you have to win games, and I'm well aware of that. I'm totally well aware of that. Pat, how do you, how do you from a developmental standpoint, I mean, it, it seems like it's two sides of the coin right now. I mean, you have to win games but also you're developing a young quarterback. How do you deal with the growing pains but not accept them? Well, you, you look for mistakes that aren't repeated, and we highlighted one that needs to get fixed, and that's secure, ball security in the pocket. And so we'll just keep working on that. And um, you just get back to work and try to fix all those things. But, you know, we live in a real, real world, and the real world is you need to win football games, and I understand that. I'm well aware of that. A couple of players talked about how slow of a start you guys had. What do you attribute to that yesterday? You know, they had a long drive. You know, I think uh, as the game started out, 
you know, I, I think I think it was like seven minutes they took off the clock on that first drive, you know. So that that's you know the offense doesn't get out there, and then we had you know we had to punt. Um, but you know they had we really didn't get any negative plays in that first drive. They kind of were just a little bit methodical, and then they would ex, you know execute their third downs, and then they scored obviously on the on the on the run. So. Um, that's not something that we want. Um, and then, you know, certainly we got to get them off the field so we can get out there and play. What did you see in the pass protection that contributed to eight sacks? Uh, there was times when uh, Daniel's got to get rid of the ball. Um, and then uh, there was just a mixture of things, nothing, nothing significant or nothing um, that you could point, hey, it was this guy or that guy. I think everybody kind of had their mistakes. Do you need your edge guys to play better, though? I mean, you're, you're talking your tackles. Our guys have fought all year long. I, th I think it's all, you know, giving up sacks is just like stopping the run. It's just like being good in the run game. You know, it's a team thing and it's all coordinated. Guys got to get open. Guys got to block. Quarterbacks got to make good decisions. Pat, when you're given 50 pressures already to the two tackles, how detrimental was that to a quarterback's development? Is there anything you could do to maybe give the, those guys some help? Well, we try to, you know, at times. And um, I'm, I'm not aware of that stat. Um, but, you know, I think what's important is um, sometimes, and again, I don't know how people characterize what a pressure is, but, um, you know, sometimes the ball gets out and the guy gets touched, I, you know, so I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Um, we do do things to change up the protections, and we'll continue to do that. Pat, when you look at teams, you look at records, and we talk about Daniel being young. How much of that, of the record, is the whole team being young? Oh, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, we, you know, I, I think we've all, you know, we've all made that that point that we're very young. There's a lot of a lot of rookies out there, you know. Um, I don't know. We just we got we got to win games and we got to find a way to do it um, this week. Do you need to make any just as you review and evaluate? Do you need to make any major personnel changes or schematic changes? Like, does something drastic have to change in your mind to change the results? In turn, well, we'll we're, we're constantly making changes to everything. I don't know how drastic they would be. Um, we're always looking at making changes personnel-wise. We're always looking at things schematically. You know, the, the touchdown throw was a new play that we hadn't run yet. You know, then there's other plays that we have run that we executed well and other plays we have run that we didn't execute well. So, you know, there's coverages and, and pressures that we ran. Some we executed well, some we didn't. So. You know, we we constantly go through that process. Um, so, yeah, I was talking too about like adding players or selling off players or you know something like that. That's a, I don't, I don't. You you would have to give me specifics because you know we work with the players that we have, you know, and try to get them as coaches and put them in the best position to have success. When you watched the film, did Saquon look like uh, look like Saquon? Yeah, he did a lot of really good things yesterday. Um, I thought he did. I thought he did. How did he feel today? Uh, I think he's a little bit sore, but you know what you might expect from a first game back. And Evan, his knee. He's fine. I think he's fine. Carter is. Uh, he got an ankle, but I think he's going to be okay. Is he the only one? I think so. Yeah, there's there was not really any injuries to speak of from yesterday. What do you think of Golden Tate? Yeah, that was tight. Uh, that was a whole whole coverage, and the whole player was there. 
and um, you know that 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 was going to be we got we got to do better throwing and catching that or both sides of it. Sterling still in the protocol. He is. Are you still okay with Slayton taking that ball out, knowing that a touchback there, you get in possibly two plays before the two-minute warning? I, I'm okay with it uh, because it was one yard, you know, and and the reason I say that is I do believe in the players and their ability to make a play. If that was way deep in the end zone, then absolutely we stay in. Um, had he run it back for a touchdown, we'd all be talking about something else right now, you know, and I think – Listen, the things that happened at the end of the game did not work out in our favor. And so we'll evaluate it and we'll move on. But I do, I do believe in our players. I trust um, that they're, you know, we're going to try to put them in a position to make plays, and I trust that they will. With knowing you trust your players, though, and, and I think it was alluded to earlier, the way the defense came out, you know, Edmonds is not a, a brand name back in this league, and he had a career day. Does anything concern you about the way the players, in particular the defense in that case, took the field yesterday, knowing that you guys had a few extra days off and everything that goes into that? Yeah, I don't know if the days off mean anything. You know, when you you strap it up and play a game, it doesn't really matter how many days you've had prior to the game. You know, you know, I think they they hit some explosive runs on us for, and they were for different reasons. Um, and yeah, I'm concerned when we have a slow start. But, you know, I, they found that defensively we found a way to settle down, um, especially in the second half. Take two more. Or not more. I guess just to sort of sum up your those, all of those decisions at the, at the end there, you know, at, at some point do you have to – Well, yeah. At some point do you have to coach – I don't want to say coach around the players, but, you know, at some point do you have to – make decisions based on what people are doing on the field rather than your hope for what they will do? Uh, I think you keep it all in consideration, right? From analytics to field <clears throat> to the players, you know, handing Saquon a ball is, it can be a really, really good thing. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, um, and then we had executed some, some long third down. We executed a fourth down, you know, in the game. And so, you know, you, I think you just trust the players all the way through it. And, um, you know, you, you try to make decisions that are best. And I, I think we all as coaches understand when things don't work out, you, you're, you're open to criticism. You know, when you don't win games, you're open to criticism. We get that. Um, and so the only thing you can do is get back to work and try to win the next one. And I think, you know, that's, that's, the, real, that's the real deal. What do you see from your players when you're going over film sessions these days? Do you see anger? Is it just, you know, business? And I'm wondering, what, what's that like? Oh, I, they're very matter-of-fact about it. They, they're very good about saying, hey, I screwed this up or I could have done this better. Um, and we do the same thing on, on our end as coaches.